2: Welcome back. Gold Cup quarterfinals kickoff this weekend. Here is a look at the matches on tap. All of them on FS1. We've got Panama versus Qatar tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. We've got Mexico-Costa Rica tomorrow as well. That match at 9.30 p.m. And then on Sunday, Guatemala-Jamaica at 5 p.m. And uh, the grand finale, United States taken on Canada, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Again, all matches on FS1. All right, let's talk U.S.-Canada. Charlie, we hit on it at the top of the show. Jesus Ferreira is a guy that you have your eye on in in this match. Um, Alexis made the point that he scores goals, but typically they're against the the smaller nations. That's been the the criticism Mm -hmm. against Jesus Ferreira. What do you want to see from him? What is the mentality that he has to enter this game in um, against Canada?
3: Continue to play off the center back's shoulders, staying high, not checking into the midfield as much. Because if you're playing the 9 and not as a withdrawn striker or a 10, you need to continue to keep the line high for the U.S. And I think in these matches, this is where he has to continue to develop is being influential, making runs off the back shoulders of, of defenders, because he's quick. The first 10 yards, he's quick. Over half, half the field, then you say, ah, maybe he doesn't have that pace, but he's quick. He's got a, the first 10 steps or so, he's got a good burst, and he's scoring goals for fun right now. The first touch that he had uh, where DeWan Jones plays in the ball and he moves his hips quickly to put it to the far post, that's class. Mm. That is a class finish. So I just want to see him to continue, to continue to put these numbers up. Now, is he going to score another hat-trick against Canada? That's highly unlikely because scoring three back-to-back hat-tricks like that. A hat-trick like, of hat-tricks? Yeah, like, that'd be crazy. No, I was going to say, wild. Um, him, I think he's developed a good relationship with Georgi Mihailovic and, and Busio in the midfield, Sands, who, yeah. who, you, who you've liked, just oh. playing simple. The best
4: eleven of the group stages. The, f- the, for front, the, Gold the Cup? front three. Okay. It's
3: going to be interesting to see what he, what Bj does with this front three because Roldan is not your most attacking winger. Yeah. He's more of a, a a player who is great at breaking up plays, keeps it simple. And Zendejas has not been has not been in good form. He's really struggled. I think he's tried to do too much. So, do you start a kid, Cowell? Do you? Do yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. You do. The answer is you yes. Do. Yeah. You start yeah, a Cade Cowell. I'm high that kid. For me, I was
0: going to say. Do you think that Jesus Ferreira's best position then is playing as that number nine, that main striker? It has you to be. You play him down the middle?
3: It and has to right, be. He's proving right now that that's what I want to do and that's what I, I think I'm the best at. But again, that's, in, when, in, that's in, when
0: people question him because, yes. again, they say against smaller nations, mm-hmm. it's great, he does it. But when you play bigger nations with more the luxury of having better quality players with higher football mm-hmm. IQ, he struggles. And the thing with Jesus Freire is, as much as he's scoring goals, you've got to be affecting the game. Mm -hmm. Like you've got to, even if you don't score a goal, Mm -hmm. people have to watch that game and say, you know what, he was so effective in the game. He didn't score a goal, but he played a part. That's the thing of him sometimes when he goes missing, when he's not affecting the game. If he's not scoring, he's not affecting. Do
3: you know why? I'm waiting for you to tell me. Yeah. Just tell me. I'll tell you, hold up play. strength on the ball. But that's the problem when you can't play as a number so, nine at that's times, That's why he though. checks so deep, because now he's trying to find those pockets where defenders can't get to him. As a striker, you have to be making those runs in behind or hold up that center back, occupy two, and he's struggled with that. That's the part of his game where he has to continue to develop. And you said, watch Luis Suarez, how he plays. He wasn't the biggest striker. No. Uh, so it, in some cases, I see him... He, he, he embraces that, that contact, and then he shies away from it yeah. once he loses that first challenge. Yeah. So that's where he really so needs to develop as a striker. Because if you're playing f- to his feet, he can be extremely dangerous. But once it starts getting into the air and holding it up, which is required of you as a nine, especially with certain styles of play, Yeah. That's where he, he is Let left. me ask
4: you. Let me, let me ask Coach Davies. I want you to put your coaching hat on. If you look at the situation of what Jesus Ferreira is in, right, Baligan right now is the clear mm. starter. You're clear number one when it comes to uh, on, the, on the depth chart for number nines. Is he? I Absolutely. Yes.
2: Uh Right now,
4: you'd have to say Pepe is your second, right? And Jesus Ferreira has to do something to prove he should be Mm -hmm. the the second one in line. Yes. What what exactly do you need to see from a Jesus Ferreira to get that? What do you think Jesus Ferreira is thinking about when he's saying, I need to show I have this skill. I can do these things. Because we've seen he can, look, even if he scores a hat trick against Canada, there's going to be an asterisk on that. Oh, it was not the top. Mm -hmm. their A squad. So what do you think he needs to just show on the pitch within the 90 minutes? Those people that are looking at game tape, what does he have to show that he's like, you know what, he might be a little bit better than Pepe or he might, he might be able to compete with Pepe at this point?
3: Unfortunately for Jesus for at this time, given the competition, Balogun delivering in Europe, scoring goals, Pepe delivering in Europe, scoring goals, gets a move to PSV, he's gotta make a move to Europe. Mm. So it's not it, even it, about it's, the pitch. It's, it's the level of competition, week in and week out, that training, delivering at, at, at that scale, because look at what Brandon Vasquez did, scored a bunch of goals, Jesus Ferrer doesn't have a great game against Jamaica. Brendan Vasquez comes in, scores, but doesn't get the start in the next game when the team was rotated. So another player that's being held back because he needs to develop in in a lot of ways and prove himself is Brendan Vasquez. So those two players in particular have to go to Europe to show their quality on a bigger stage. Alexis, I can't believe you
0: didn't come for Coach Coker. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I ain't laughing, bro. Anyway, no, you're right. I think the the majority of it is, though, you've got Charlie, you've got to watch what he does in a game. That's the reality. You have to watch what you see in that 90 minutes. My thing is, like I said, he has to be actively involved in the game and having an impact. Not coming in spurts. You're international level now. You have to affect the game, whether you're scoring, which is something that we expect from you, you're a striker, but you have to impact the game for 90 minutes, and that's what I think he needs to do more of. It's but it, impacting it,
4: it, is it's, it's very vague, right? Like, it's not, there's pressure, there's pressure for him to come up, check but, up, and get okay, the ball in midfield, which thing, takes away from his ability okay, to hold up the but ball. But then there's
0: one thing dropping off to get the ball in midfield, but you can't give the ball away cheaply. We've seen him at times drop off, gets the ball, turns, and gives it cheaply. That's not good.
3: He's not, he's not, things, he's not, he's not a, a playmaker. No. He's, he's not an attacking he's midfielder. He's a finisher. So he needs to be higher up the pitch. And with his movements, not only playing in between the, the center backs, but also – can he, can he defend in the counter press? Those are the things that get you into the game. Yeah. If, if internationally you're struggling to get the ball, can you win the ball back for your team? Can, can you win fouls? Those are the things that you can add where you add value as a striker.
2: Okay. Great discussion. Let's chat about some of the other <laughs> matches. There was a deep dive on Jesus Ferreira. Um, let's talk about Guatemala, Jamaica, because Jamaica, I think, is it could be a dark horse hmm. um, in this team. They have a very, very, very good team. Three names. Give it to me. Let me Michele. guess. They're
4: all Premier League
0: players. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. You're about anyway, to say three English guys. Antonio, Gray, and Bailey. That that three there is a phenomenal firepower. And like we just had to discuss, we can bring on to this. Mikel Antonio, for me, is a star. Mm -hmm. He could be, he is that number nine. He's a target man. He's got great hold-up play to bring the team up. He's a great finisher, got a great strike. He's got his all-round game. Leon Bailey has grown. He's grown this whole season in the Premier League. He's had a fantastic season. Great playmaker. The thing about Antonio, is, uh, going back to Antonio, what I like about him as well, he reminds me a bit of, of a Didier Drogba. Ooh. Not the Didier Whoa. Drogba that Alexis saw playing out left and <laughs> cutting inside, but the Very real nice. Didier <laughs> Drogba that was right down. I you like said, what
2: reminds you of Didier Drogba? That uh, was good. What remind you of Didier
0: Drogba? Mikel Antonio, oh. he is, yay, wow. okay. Wow. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm so, talking about, yes. do, do you know what one of the most thing, impactful things a DDA was with Chelsea? He was a target man that held up the ball and there was nothing you could do against him. And when you've got someone that can bring you that high up and you've got the likes of a Leon Bailey and Damali Gray up there as well, that is impactful. Because you've got the option to go direct or... <laughs> Is he still looking? Was he eyeing me mean, I'm just saying. I said he reminds me a bit of a Didier Drogba. What he was. Didier was a target man He the reminds start. me like,
4: of
3: Didier Drogba's security guard. <laughs> <laughs> Come can, that's you. the best comeback he could No, no Mikel Antonio couldn't tie Drogba's shoes. I'm not no. saying
0: they're the same kind of caliber. Just in terms no, of strength. Bro, I'm saying bro, in terms of bro. what he reminds me of. Gotcha. Listen to what I'm oh, saying. Oh, I'm listening. Mean. I was well, just Well, no, shocked. obviously you were not Those listening. Those names don't usually you listening, I don't know what you were watching when you saw Didier used to play with the left kind of so yeah, no what do you that. see when you see Mikel Antonio? I, see bro. Like I told you this. The, the, only, same the impact closest impact. thing is the hairline.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no. Well, I think you mentioned Mikel Antonio. I think he's age-wise a little bit past it, but I'm glad that he's playing for past a it. little bit. Um what wow. I think where I think people <laughs> play best for Jamaica and what we've seen out of the group stages is their opportunities for them to start linking up and find each other in those spaces. So Mikel Antonio, I think his his best position is with his back towards goal, getting the ball to Demari Gray or leaving it. Uh, uh, leaving it for Leon Bailey and to be a what pretty
0: much being a target, man, right? Mm-hmm. And isn't that what Didier really Yeah,
3: but see, I didn't U say well?
4: Didier target? Drogba, bro. Mikel Antonio stopping. Uh, don't in those forget, forget
3: Andre Blake. You have Andre Blake. Jamaica have always been competitive because you have Andre Blake in goal, yeah. phenomenal goalkeeper. Now you have the firepower up front three. and a coach that brought this team together to to have them understand how to be consolidated, block up the midfield. This Jamaica team. More is a more discipline in there. Much There's more discipline. There's a way to go,
0: but they're a lot more discipline than we've seen. There's more and structure to this success. team
3: as yeah. opposed to just free for all. Everyone's individual.
2: Love it. I like having Nigel here. This yeah, he's fine. Great. This is fun. <laughs> I this like is it. fun. Good banter. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right, guys, we're going to take a break. Jenny Tu will be back with the headlines on the other side. Don't go anywhere.
5: We start in MLS, where Inter Miami has reportedly added another key piece to their Lionel Messi project. According to the Miami Herald, Inter Miami has completed the signing of Spanish defender Jordi Alba. The 34-year-old left-back joins on a free transfer after leaving FC Barcelona and reportedly won't count as a designated player for Miami. The arrival of Messi, Alba and Sergio Busquets will require Inter Miami to offload players and the first of those key departures appears to be Rodolfo Pizarro. According to multiple reports that emerged last night, Pizarro is being traded to the L.A. Galaxy with Miami, expected to pay the majority of Pizarro's salary in a deal that frees up designated player spot for Miami. And we turn to England, where Arsenal is wrapping up a very busy week and are expected to secure the long-term services of William Saliba. According to multiple reports, the French defender is set to sign a new four-year contract extension that will pay him $13 million a year. The deal comes after Arsenal announced the re-signing of Reese. Nelson, while looming transfers for Declan Rice and Jurian Timber could also be finalized as early as today. In Italy, Inter Milan has announced the signing of Davide Fratesi from Salasuolo on a 12-month loan with an obligation to buy that will cost Inter a reported $29 million. The 23-year-old attacking midfielder will sign a new five-year deal as part of the move to Inter. And in American abroad news, we have some breaking news this morning. Ricardo Pepi has completed his $11 million transfer to Dutch Giants PSV. The U.S. men's national team striker joins from German Club Osberg after an impressive season on loan with Dutch side Groningen. Pepe scored 12 goals in the Eredivisie last season. Charlie, is this the move that can help Pepe become the U.S. men's national team starting striker?
3: Facts. I I love this move for him. He's already played in the league this season, had tremendous success given his team, were were hopeless, uh, relegated. and. Think about the loss that Augsburg took on this purchase. Oof. Oh, my gosh. Is a,
4: Can you celebrate a goal against Groningen if you're not playing for PSV when you were only there on
3: loan? You, or do you, you hold you your hands you, up? You could, but I don't think he would. No? I, I felt like he Even connect, though it's just a loan. I think he connected to the club and, and the fans.
2: Four, 13 goals for them. So I mean,
3: I could see him not Nigel, celebrating. You celebrate? Well, yeah, he, he's not going to play. <laughs> he said, they're, yeah. They got relegated anyway, so yeah. it's not like, he, unless oh, they play him in the, yeah, yeah, but, in the cup. they play in the cup. This is a great move for, P- for, for Ricardo Pepe just because PSV, he's the second Texan to play at PSV. Do you know who the first Texan was? Hey, it wasn't you, was it? I know that. Top- no. I know that. That's what
4: oh, I'm saying. We, <laughs> it wasn't you. Yeah. Clint from Boston. He scored 12 points with the team getting relegated. Do you have a guess?
3: Of what? The, the, sec- the first Texan to play at PSV? The first Texan mm-hmm. to play at PSV? <sighs> Hell no. All right. Lee Win.
2: Lee, Lee Win. Lee is you from know Texas. What? I didn't know he was from Texas.
3: From Dallas, I thought Bro. he was
2: from California. Yeah, I don't Lee
3: Wynn yeah. used to be in the Revolution. So, yeah. so yeah. Demarcus Beasley was at PSV playing Champions League, and then Lee Win signed after playing at Indiana for just one season. Signed with Gus, Gus Hiddink as the the manager who signed Lee Win at PSV. It's
2: good nugget, Charlie. Gus Hiddink. It, how how helpful is it for him too that he's staying in the dutch league like, like he has that familiarity he clearly knows how
3: to play in that yeah league. Exactly. Oh, it, it's it's incredible for him still plays european competition ernie stewart is the sporting director there let's not forget that this is a, a great stepping stone for him because we've seen strikers or americans in particular take too big of a leap mm-hmm. where you're in a big club great tra- training atmosphere but you're not playing this is a move where You're taking a step in the right direction. Big club in Holland. You've already had that experience of playing in this league. Success. You know how to score goals. Now you're going to get more opportunities. Your team has the ball. So you're not just chasing and hoping for that one opportunity. So he has got 12 with the team getting relegated. What do you think he's going to get at PSV?
0: (sighs) There's a a lot of waiting expectation playing at PSV as well. So he's got to get ready to to deal with that because... PSV are no... While there strategies. is more pressure,
4: I think it's lighter pressure than him trying to make a leap to maybe a big Bundesliga team mm-hmm. or a Premier League team or even... The I wouldn't top say that.
0: PSV, there's, there's expectations there. I said there's There pressure. really is. Yeah. There is. And, so and, I think that you've got to respect that. And that's what I like. I like the fact that he's going into that environment and you just hope that they can really rise to that occasion, like embrace that pressure, embrace
3: playing for a big club. And you know, Peter historically Peter Bosch is the manager and he took a young Ajax team far in the Champions League. Mm -hmm. This is a coach who develops young talent. So I I really look forward to seeing Ricardo Pepe continue to push, get those opportunities because he's also chasing the number one shirt, nine shirt with the U.S. Men's National Team. He knows Balogun's there. That is great competition. That drives, both of them are driving each other because as much as Balogun thinks I'm coming in, this is my jersey, this is my spot. You have to earn it Mm -hmm. with performances. He
2: talked about it, too, during Nations League. He was like, I love having this guy in in camp with me. I love that competition. It's making me better. Um, So he's embracing that, and I I think that that's a a really good sign for the U.S.
3: Yeah, absolutely. At the very
2: least.
4: At the end, we all get goals, baby.
2: We all. Goals are good. All right, time for another break. Um, We're going to chat some NWSL on the other side. Welcome back. NWSL action to look forward to this weekend. Here's a look at the fixtures. We have Orlando facing the OL Reign, Louisville, Kansas City, Houston, Chicago, San Diego taking on Washington, Gotham FC and Portland and Angel City hosting uh, the North Carolina Courage. All you these matches you can watch on Paramount+. Plus. All right, so this is the last weekend of NWSL action before the World Cup. But there's a little asterisk here with that because the Challenge Cup, which is the midweek in-season tournament, will continue during the World Cup. Jenny, it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic.
5: What do you make of it, and how do the teams approach those matches? It's very different because before the Challenge Cup was, I mean, it sprouted when COVID happened, and it was like before the season, and yeah. now it's being played during the season, and there's that million-dollar prize money we always talk about, and when that's significant. On play, very significant decision-making from the coaches. But it seems like um, every coach has gone with depth. Um, in these group stages until they get to the later stages. Um, now they've lost all of the international players, um, and you have to play with the depth that you have. And luckily, some players have seen the field, and, and they've they've gotten to to work that out. So it'll be interesting to mm-hmm. see how many eyes um, are on these games, specifically without the big names. Sure. Obviously, we want there to be a lot of, of, of fans at these matches and, and to be looking um, at the players that don't really get the kind of... I was just going to say, it has to be an opportunity for right. for some of these players that are are looking to maybe
2: increase their their minutes, um, raise their their profile. It feels like a good opportunity for.
3: Yeah, for I mean, one play, one team in particular is the Washington Spirit. Mm-hmm. So you they lose lost that, every you lose your <laughs> your core.
2: Yeah, but your best player. You also
3: yeah. have a player who feels like she should have been there, and Ashley Hatch. Mm-hmm. I also like. Uh, Jarena and Mateo, as players who have, com- have really contributed to their success, they haven't really been talked about all that much. I could see potential for them, and-, and these matches right now is where they need to step up.
5: Well, when we talk about that, I mean, they just lost um, 3-0 yeah. to Orlando Pride. and now we're going to talk about them a little yeah. bit, but Ashley Hatch was very frustrated in that match, and it seemed like you know, the news of not making that World Cup team does affect people in different ways. And oh, that's, for that's- sure. Chip on your shoulder.
4: If you saw players crying that... Got into the World Cup that you kind of already we already assumed were going to be there. If it was that meaningful for them, imagine the sway, the opposite sway of emotion yeah. of not making it, especially when you feel like you've earned it. Yeah, oh, and, and being that there. close. <laughs> yeah. imagine that. Could yeah. <laughs> <Did> you imagine? <laughs> just this for imagine. A second it. What that's don't like? tell us about it. Let me tell that. you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's not and a so, good
2: place. So, to everyone's point, um, so many of these teams are missing a significant amount of players uh, due to the World Cup. Here are the numbers. These are the teams uh, that are missing the most look at the ol rain have seven call-ups seven gotham at six um, and you mentioned it jenny orlando only missing three players mm-hmm. due to the world cup those are all the brazilians which are all the brazilians and they had that three no win over washington last weekend they're facing The O.L. Reign, who we can see, is (laughs) so many very depleted (laughs) Um, heading into this one. How big of an opportunity is this for Orlando, who had a a really quite a
5: poor start to the season? They did, but they've been looking better and better, Mm -hmm. and they have a very youthful team. Even without um, the internationals leaving, they're very young. You take out those um, internationals, and they're even younger. Um, But Julia Doyle here scoring two goals, a brace in the first 16 minutes of that match against uh, Washington Spirit was incredible to see her she she earned NWCL player of the week honors and well deserved i think you know we should look out for her having another strong week you talk about ali watt right here scoring that third goal for them but more than anything when you lose those brazilians you're going to lose creat- creativity on the ball that they bring to the field and you're going to get more of a direct play you're going to get more running on the ball um you know playing longer balls in because realistically brazilians Very, very creative, very technical. You're losing that when you lose those Brazilians. But you're going to see a different style of play with the younger players that we saw last week. And I like it. You know, they're doing what what they can do with what they have. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of speed. There's a lot of... Youthfulness and that energy of being young and getting your opportunity is there. Messiah Bright, I've talked about her mm. a ton. Her getting that three-year contract from Orlando Pride, um, she doesn't see full ninety minutes. Sometimes it may be a fitness thing. I, I, I'm not really sure what's going on there. But when she is on the field, she's doing the things that you want to see from her, a rookie. Um, really embarrassing players. Like there's this one move when I, I can't really show it, but like she let, lets it go between her legs and turns Showing and just embarrasses everyone. And yeah. she basically shows a lot of the age on, on the other team. You know, Amber Brooks is a, is a former Tar Heel, so I don't want to, but you can kind of tell with the youthfulness, <laughs> I'm just wow. taking everyone's head off today. Home team over
3: here. Bro- Amber um, Brooks taking strays over I know, here. right? <laughs>
5: what I'm saying is that, you know, the youthfulness on the Orlando Pride is something that you're going to be able to see with yes. the speed that they play, uh, with the style that they play. It's a very different style than when you have the Brazilians and you're kind of slowing the game down and you're creating things. Um, but you know that when, when, when the, the players leave, you are going to see different styles from every team.
3: Yes, and it's an opportunity for a lot of the players younger players to one gain experience get exposure, and two for the players who feel like they should be a part of these part of this World Cup or be in the conversation yeah. and are you know at home with their club getting over getting over the the pain and the sorrow of, mm-hmm. of not participating that's tough in itself, but the only way you can do it is by getting back on the pitch and, and, and continuing to reprove mm-hmm. yourself that you can, you can be a, effective, that you can, you can be in the next World Cup. Like you just, you have to trick your mind into thinking that this is a restart. and and to keep pushing. But
4: for Orlando Pride, at least it's an opportunity for them to kind of still remain the same team they've been, even though they're missing some players. Because they're not missing as many. There's not as many changes happening. They're not like, hey, guess what? Now we're in a 4-4-2. You know what I mean? Like, they've been training this way. But it
5: is a style difference when you don't have that creativity and that technical aspect. Um, You have to rely on your speed a little bit more. You have to rely on a bit longer balls, the one-on-ones, the the counterattacks more, when you don't have that ability to create as well. Um, One thing I want to mention before we, we go is Emily Doyle, on the back line for uh, Orlando, sorry Doyle, Julia Doyle, Emily Madrid on the back line. She's a center back rookie for Orlando Pride and she has played every single minute in the NWSL regular season. And we don't really talk about her much, but she's a solid rookie. She just consistently does her job well. What you want from a center back? You don't need anything flashy. You don't need her making headlines, um, but consistently there, doing well, staying healthy. Um, She's solid. I I think that what you want from a center back is to be solid. That's a great word for them. Is
3: there one player in particular that you're looking forward to seeing get the opportunity to play in the challenge cup and and you know get back into or get into a conversation of the the next coming
5: I think Masaya Bright is that player you know for her to not be playing 90 minutes is alarming like I don't know whether if I if I say it's a fitness thing because we do say you know when people are only playing a certain amount of time sometimes it is a fitness thing if that's the case if she's starting to build her fitness playing 90 minutes she is lethal and, and I want more eyes on her I want more talked about her because she is that future player given the right circumstances and I, and I don't know what it is that she's not playing 90 I'm, I'm sure we can ask Seb Hines at some point but um, when she is Given the opportunity, she has always impressed me. And it's, it's the little things, you know? And it, it's the little tiny things that you do that separate yourself. It's not an average player. It's not someone that you can find on, on the street, you know, mm. all the time in every roster. She has that spark now. She needs more time to time show that. Time
2: to shine. Yeah. Time to shine. Good one. Look at you. Get it? Right. <laughs> Jenny, <laughs> great stuff. I didn't a get it, one. but now i was <laughs> <to> it. Wow. <laughs> I was holding on to it. Wow. I was holding on to it. All right, guys, uh, we're going to take a break. We are going to play a little edition of This or Ooh. That with Nigel Rio Coker when we return. Don't go anywhere.
1: Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring.
2: Morning, Well, we have been uh, graced with the presence of Nigel Rio Coker all week. Thank you so much for it's been a hell of a week man. for Cheers. filling in for, for Nico Cantor. I've loved having you here. I don't know about.
4: It's been great. These yeah. fellas. But all of my complaints from the beginning of the week have gone away. So.
2: No,
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been awesome to work with, man. No, it's been. So That's because fun. I bought you breakfast. All right? Yeah. How, yeah. You, how I bought you, you breakfast? breakfast. How,
2: how,
0: yeah, we have, bought each other.
4: Actually.
2: Have you enjoyed the morning footy experience? Oh,
0: it's been great. It's great. Um, you guys have made it uh, very easy to fit in and have a great time and. Everyone behind the scenes who have been absolutely yeah. sensational as well, made do you, so Do well you been. mind
3: the timing, like to wake up and?
0: Nah, not at all. When you're doing something like this and just talking football and uh, being able to express yourself and enjoy the beautiful game that's seen through vision differently through many different eyes and cultures, it's great.
2: I love that. Well, we wanna we wanna get to know you even more, Nigel Rio Coker. So we're gonna play a little game of this or that. Nigel so... doesn't play
0: games.
4: Oh but well,
2: guess what?
0: You ain't got a
4: choice. Morty Footy <laughs> Nigel is
2: gonna play Do you some want that games. check to hit?
4: You play <laughs> so we're, just, we're gonna give you two
2: options and then you just pick one or the other. It's easy. Okay. It's real easy. It's not even a game, you know? It's a just, or B. Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna start so with one that's very, very simple. I'm gonna kick us off.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What do you call our sport, football or soccer?
0: Your sport.
2: Our sport. Oh, football. I, I mean, we knew that was coming. Football,
3: yeah. So MLF? <laughs> <laughs> Is that who you work for? <laughs> Football <laughs> mate. All right. Captain West Ham to a Champions League win. Yeah. Or score in a World Cup final for England and lose. Oh God. Score in a World Cup final for what? England. Score in a World Cup final for England yeah. and lose. Or Captain West Ham to a Champions League win.
0: Captain West Ham to a Champions League win.
2: Ooh. That was, you didn't even hesitate. Wow. But, 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 but you, your ra- you said
3: lose. But your rating was five. <laughs> My rating rating was was absolutely sensational. And you got a nine in the the World Cup (laughs) final that you lost in extra time. Charlie, win.
2: Charlie's elaborate. He's like
3: this to that, bro. Champion uh, League
0: win. He's like, oh, you also got bad bedbugs. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> wow.
4: You're
0: also gonna a tra- yeah. drive
4: a Tesla too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make this one easy. Uh, so I'm gonna make it about food. Um, and come on, you really gotta think about this. Remember, flavors here. You're having this here in America. Wait, Let
0: me guess. Cuban sandwich or mofongo?
4: Uh, no, <laughs> why would you know either? <laughs> uh, beans on toast yeah, or Avocado toast in America, not in England, which is like green porridge. <laughs> avocado toast, <laughs> really? Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, avocado wow. toast. America, <laughs> America. Go.
2: let's go. That's a
4: win for the U.S. Let's I was go.
2: not anticipating you picking that. Avocado at all. toast. I thought you were gonna be like traditional yeah. English fry up all the way. giving me the beans on toast. I
0: am British. British. Difference. There, it is. There
1: is. It a is. That's okay. facts.
2: I love this little look you're giving me right now. Okay. Oh, this is, I love this question. Love Island or The Bachelor?
1: Ooh. Oh,
0: my God. Can I just be, uh, can I just dive into the ocean and just go missing like. <laughs> you gotta pick one. No. To have, be you Are Are you serious? have you watched to watch? either?
2: Have you watched if, either?
0: No. You auditioned for I Big don't Brother. I you. No, I didn't. I,
3: I, I saw the tape, the audition tape. <laughs> <Anyway>.
0: um, <laughs> if I had to
3: pick one.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I'll, I'll have to go for the fairy tale Bachelor then.
2: Nice. Uh, That's actually to. the wrong choice. Love Island is one of yeah. my favorite shows.
3: Sorry. <laughs> I don't, you don't get what is. I'm not watching Love Island. It's all right. so good. Fine, we won't go back to food. Sierra Leone Jollof Rice? Boop. Or Syrian Jollof Rice? <laughs> Sierra Leone all the way. Do not let them Nigerians fool
0: you. you Sierra Leone jollof rice.
2: I don't know what it is. Can you tell me?
0: It's, it's a spicy yellow Never rice, basically, to, with flavouring and stuff. But it's different from different places. But Sierra Leone jollof rice. Too. Sierra,
2: it's so it's a, West Africa
0: Sierra, it's, it's a West okay. African dish. Yeah. Sierra Leone make it, Nigeria make it, and Ghana, Ghana make it. Do you, and do you eat
2: it on its own, or do you add like meat,
0: different things,
2: proteins, vegetables? From
0: Sierra Leone. They add a, a stew called fry soup, which is a chicken and beef uh, stew with it. And then in Nigeria, they do it differently. Okay. So, but Sierra Leone wins all the way. Yeah. Cubans also eat fries, by the way. The Cubans yeah. do? They really, yeah. What do you think?
4: Cubans, some of them came from West Africa. I thought it was Cuban so. sandwich, bro. No, that's invented in America. <laughs> I also have a food, uh, food question <laughs> for you. Shocking. Actually, we have a video we found uh. <laughs>
0: you yes. <laughs> yes. chef in it. Oh. oh God. Look at oh. my guy. Oh, look how handsome yes. he is. Hey, something's never changed. Look at this. Just what are you whipping making? it up. Uh, lemon chicken, I believe this was. Sounds horrible. This was horrible. lemon chicken. I am the chef of my life. Uh. <laughs> Sounds horrible. I it's do African have a question for you. There's a question. It's not just the
4: watch oh, you yourself Do you got a manicure
3: there. Nice yeah, manicure there? It was nice yeah. manicure.
4: Uh, on a date night,
0: cooking oh. or going to a Michelin star restaurant? Cooking that. Cooking, cooking over Ooh. a Michelin star restaurant. Cooking, I love, I like, I actually love cooking, and I think that when you stay in the house, you can have obviously whatever wine you want. It's just a bit more intimate, more conversation-based. Okay, so like I can cook, we can have conversation while I'm cooking. That's kind Go of to,
2: What's your go-to? Oh, because you
0: you're, you're just a bag of excitement. Yeah, right? yeah dude. If, no, if you're come trying on. to
2: impress somebody, <laughs> what are you making for them?
0: I'm not trying to impress nobody, but I'll I'll cook. Um, I'll cook anything. I'll probably cook jollof rice and uh, mm-hmm. fry soup or uh, curry goat. Let's Oxtail. say the three of us,
4: the three of us are going over. You're making a meal for us. You will not be invited. Okay, well, I'm finding my way in.
0: <laughs> Charlie opens the menu. You'll be pick outside, one. but okay. Charlie opens the sliding no, door. No, I'm uh, no I, I honestly I'll ask you guys what you find. I'll give you guys an opportunity to say, right, I'll, these are the three dishes. You guys pick one.
2: A menu? Wow! I I like. You do apps. Mad. You got a couple apps, little hors d'oeuvres. What about a cocktail? (laughs) What are you you serving?
0: Oh it's going to be a. It's listen. It's going to be a tequila fun fest. There we go. There you go. Mm.
2: Tequila is high energy. (laughs) That's what I like.
0: Denzel Washington or Idris Elba? Oh, (laughs) you did skip him. Oh, that's a good one.
4: Yeah, who beat you out for 007? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> Denzel have to win. Denzel wow. is the old, really? I love Idris. Idris is actually Idris. both from Sierra Leone. Yeah. But I would have to go, Denzel is just the old I can't believe school. you
2: chose Denzel. Why? Over, because Idris I have to is play, I have like to Listen, it. I have to
0: pay homage and respect the older Gs. I, I respect the older generation. The older Gs, Denzel I get it. No, is I mean,
2: no disrespect to Denzel, but Idris is special, I'm just saying. Oh,
0: same country, you know, it's mm-hmm. fine.
2: Yeah. All right.
0: You have another
2: one? I got another one. If you could have played one game alongside Ronaldo, OG, Ronaldo, or uh, Maradona in their prime, which one would you pick?
0: It's a tough one. That is a tough one. I I love them both because you got the real, I'll go Maradona. The that's only Because of the after party? <laughs> 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 hey, don't be fooled by Ronaldo. No, no, we know about Ronaldo. We know about Ronaldo. We know because someone has got some stories. Yeah, but I would go Maradona because for, for me, I love icons in the sense of I love footballers who give you their real authentic self. When you talk about Maradona, that was the real authentic Maradona. Ronaldo did some Ronaldo stuff. Mm-hmm. But you'd have to know people who played with Ronaldo to find out those stories. But Ronaldo and Maradona was just, this is me, yeah. this is who I am, and I gravitate towards players like that.
2: Hard wow. to pick against that.
4: Yeah, I got one for you. Um, you want me to ask number three or number four? Do, do you care? Okay, number four. Derby win over Millwall or Derby win over Spurs?
0: Millwall. Millwall. Yeah. That simple. Yeah. Millwall. Yeah? Yeah, that, that is the... Why, the, why are... What? The rivalry Why, between is,
2: but-
0: West Ham and Millwall? Oh, it's it's, it's serious. It's serious. They, they, they don't like Spurs as much, but Millwall? Mm-hmm. That is the one that they would rather beat Millwall in a derby. And if Millwall in the Premier League, they'd rather beat Millwall in that one game and get relegated and be happy to be relegated as long as they beat Millwall. That's how passionate they are. Love
2: like, it. Like,
0: they really dislike each other. Ag Lahore or Ashley Young? A uh, good one, mate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Is it president? laughs>
2: Break time? <laughs> See, that wasn't too so bad. They,
0: they both were paying in the in the dressing room. I'll tell you this now, they came close to beating them both up. But yeah. Aw,
2: oh, Nigel, you're a good sport and we'd love to have
0: <laughs> you. Up to Park at London Stadium. How'd you
4: know up I threw it park. in? There you go.
3: How'd you know I threw
0: it in? I
2: knew you threw I knew you didn't write that. You just you just
0: you were waiting to try and get me. I'm
2: gonna miss this dynamic. Yeah. Um that was good. Thanks for thanks Great for playing job, along, Nigel. Nigel. All right, we're gonna take a break. Welcome back. Here's a look at Friday's footy fix for you. we got a couple of NWSL matches. to Look forward to Orlando Pride and OL Rain Racing, Louisville taking on Kansas City Current. And then on Saturday, we've got some MLS action. Red Bulls against New England, 7.30 p.m. on Apple. And don't forget, at 12 p.m. on CBS Sports Network, we've got that U-21 Euro final between England and Spain. And then on Sunday, the U.S. women take on Wales in that friendly 4 p.m. Eastern on TNT. And, of course, the U.S.A. First Canada in the Gold Cup, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on FS1. Let's talk about our games to watch this weekend. Nigel, we're going to start with you.
0: Well, obviously, first it's the England game, but then I'll be very interested in the Jamaica game. Hmm. Jamaica-Guatemala.
2: How's that going to go? Prediction.
0: Jamaica win 3-0. Okay. Wow. That confident. Just Did I not just say Jamaica win 3-0? That con- you just discounted Guatemala. Jamaica win 3-0. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: okay. He's doubling down. Charlie, US, what do you, Canada,
3: watch, right? you know how it goes. Oh, why well, am I not surprised? 2-0 <laughs> US. 2-0. That's my prediction.
2: Do you think Canada can uh, Is there anything that we saw in that 4-2 win Against Cuba that that could give the US problems? Junior Hoylet. Okay. Uh,
3: just playing through him set pieces He, he could be uh, a difference maker for them. Richie okay. Lareyes, is the right back. He could be a difference maker for but them. But
2: US got yeah. this.
4: Yeah, it's U.S. versus Canada's the game to watch, but I'm also interested to see Mexico, Costa Rica,
2: mm-hmm. see
4: if Mexico's uh, you know sudden finding of a bit more you know stability is real or not. What's the like prediction that. for that? Yeah, yeah. pain.
3: Pain.
2: Okay. <laughs> Off oh, the pain. Yeah.
4: Then the uh, score line. I think it'll be I think it'll be uh one one goes it's, to those penalties. Those games are
2: always close. Yeah,
4: Mexico wins. Historically,
2: m- when Mexico and Costa Rica play, those games are always super tight. Um I, I'm actually going to be at the Minnesota United Austin FC match this weekend. Oh wow. Yes. Wow. I wow. know. Wow. Are you guys what? like blown away and impressed? Yeah. I know. Uh, oh my no, gosh. no, I'm excited because Minnesota just signed Timu Puki. Puki Time. Guy, the player from party. Finland, longtime striker for for Norwich, and yep. uh, they have needed they've needed a striker for a while, and so I'm I'm hoping, fingers crossed, he makes his debut. Well, Pookie's and a great finisher,
4: isn't he? Yeah, It's a Pookie time, Pookie party. Good Pookie makes everybody happy. So <laughs> let's hope he
0: plays well. <laughs> Pookie scores.
2: Wow, yeah. Nigel, thanks for hanging with us all week. We appreciate you, and we appreciate you guys for watching. Have a fabulous weekend. We'll see you Monday.